this is part two of The Ancestors Were Messy. If you haven't listened to the first part, stop it. Go back, listen to that, and then come join us here. All right, so just to refresh your memory, we are in D.C. It's the Victorian era, and we're partying with the Black elite of the day. Ian has just read Luisa's letter published in the gossip column of the Washington Bee, detailing the scandalous elopement of Miss Francis to her old boo, Mr. Cragwell, leaving her fiancé, Mr. Sneed, feeling... Well, actually, we're not sure. Precious will now read Claire's reply, which was published in the gossip column the next week. But first... Hello, and welcome to The Secret Adventures of Black People. I'm your host, Nicole Hill. Um, okay. okay, so my letter is the response to Lou from Clara. Um, okay. <laughs> Dear, this is December 4th, 1886. Wait, so, and mine was on December... Oh, this is November 27th. Okay, so it's been about a week. Okay, USPS, get that letter and get it published. (laughs) Okay. Dear Lou, your letter to the household last week was read with a great deal of interest. I was never more surprised in my life than I was at the elopement of Miss Lulu Francis with Mr. Cragwell. So elopements was the original entanglement. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. This is quick, though, for her to, like, leave a boy. Because this was the day they were supposed to get... No, December 2nd was her original wedding day yes. to Mr. Sneed. Sneed. yes. And she'd an already married old boy. <laughs> I knew that Mr. Cragwell was in the city and endeavored to persuade Mr. Francis to give his daughter to him. This was known to Mr. Sneed, who had all the chances to prevent it. But I suppose that he had no idea that Miss Francis would break the engagement with him after the invitations had been issued. Like I said, it is a logistical matter because they already sent them out. And I would hate for my out-of-town relatives to show up to the wedding that is no longer happening. So would you rather just cancel the wedding or like shotgun wedding with your new partner? You're like, okay, well, I've already signed the invitation, so everyone's gonna show so up. So if I'm Sneed, I'm like, I'm gonna find somebody <laughs> to marry on December 2nd, honey. The invitations have been sent out. They've been saying people are coming. The gifts have been purchased. The food has been made. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Cragwell remarked that he would never leave the city without Miss Francis. Finding that he could not persuade the parents to consent, he returned to Harrisburg. He could not rest there, so he returned again to the city and inaugurated another scheme. I love the vocabulary. I just want to say that. Inaugurated. They were writing. Elopement. Inaugurated. Um, Which a great interest in the letter that you sent us. I love it. I love it. I could just imagine, like... With a quill, you're just like... Yeah. It's like you sitting like that text, like, bitch! da 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 Paragraphs, paragraphs. Right. Okay, where was I? Oh, oh, inaugurated another scheme. Miss Francis informed Mr. Sneed that Mr. Cragwell had sent her letters, but she told him that it was too late now. Was it too late? No. While out walking with Mr. Sneed, she called at her sister's on M Street and told Mr. Sneed to wait outside. Mr. Cragwell was there who pleaded with her to become his wife. It was settled. And poor Mr. Sneed was made a victim of despair. Mm. It was so. I mean, that, I need some more tea. Like, what happened? 
he just showed up and was like on M Street and it was like, you know, just come back with me. Like what you know, what did he say? It sounded like something went down, you know. And she was like, This is an offer I can't refuse. It's giving Tyler Perry stage play. <laughs> like the two men battling it out, like, please, baby, please, right? And she's like, with her man, like her fiance, like, I'm my marriage is in three days. Okay. It is true that Mr. Cragwell had been engaged to Miss Francis, but was persuaded to break the engagement. When Miss Francis went to Harrisburg on a visit, Mr. Cragwell did not treat her with any respect, nor did he write to her for over a year. That's what I'm saying. Still, the lady said that he was the only man she ever loved, and if she married another, it would be for spite. The lady was told by a friend not to marry for spite. When Mr. Cragwell came to the city two weeks ago, she asked her friend if it would be wise to give Mr. Cragwell an invitation to her marriage to Mr. Sneed. She was told no. She knows she is messy as hell for that. Why I mean, would she I would do that. And you know what you are? Messy, messy. as hell. Because I would be like, oh, you're about to see me. You're about to see me get married to old little Mr. Sneed. That's your boy. That's your that's friend. Like, that's like being like, oh, you want to be in a wedding party? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be the best man? You should be, but you're not. That's messy. It is. I'm living for the old mess. Because it's very like... Uh, it has to be more... I mean, I guess it's always, like, premeditated. This one is a mess. But it's, like, thought out. I don't know. I appreciate it. Agreed. Um, oh, she was told no. Notwithstanding, Mr. Cragwell was determined to have her. In the afternoon of Wednesday, November 2nd, the marriage license had been procured, and the lady, in company with her sister, was married. I have been told that Mr. Sneed has received a just retribution. It is said that he has made love to many a young lady and left them disappointed. Oh! Ooh. Sneed. Sneed. No Sneed. type of stroke having Sneed. He cannot put it down. Well, you don't want to marry that, do you? That's what she said. This was all for spite. Truly. Cragwell had her sprung. And that's why it's hard to let it go and leave it alone. Um, <laughs> oh, poor Sneed. Mm. But he's still the friend. I think at, no one is an angel. I think everyone plays a role in the mess. Not Sneed. He's the friend that went after his boy's ex. But, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. If they were done, though, then... they Obviously not. They worked. But, but and he had to have known that. No, that's yes, being assumptive. I can be assumptive. You are being. Based on these letters. That's the point. <laughs> I think that... You know, well, if, you you well, that's assumptive. Whatever you're about to say. <laughs> At the end of the day, they were all they all had a part to play. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me keep reading. <laughs> Mr. Cragwell is a young man of fine appearance and address, address and address. Like he lives, he got a nice house, and he, got, he look good. He drive a nice car, and he look good. He look good. A fine address. Fine. Mr. Sneed wears spectacles. Okay, shade, right? We, a lot of us do, which tend to give him a classic appearance. Okay, that was like, that was a little subtle shade. Yeah. Classic. Like. He's quiet. He's classic. That code like, for. Weak stroke. No stroke happen ass. <laughs> Can't dress. Spectacles. Can't dress. So he's all, it's, maybe he's old. He's older. Maybe just no game. Like he's kind of. We didn't even mention his address. We sure we did not. <laughs> we don't know where this man lives. That address is not fine. 
<laughs> okay. He had many sympathizing friends who regretted that he was disappointed and many young ladies who were pleased. This is Sneed's song. Where has my Lulu gone is the song I shall sing. The chestnut bells are ringing and the boys, they are singing. Sneed, Sneed, Sneo, Sneed. Where has thy Lulu gone? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just imagining that in a Maya Angelou voice. I don't know why. We are not going to do that on today. Not today, Lord. Not it's just today. what I was hearing, so that's why I didn't offer anything. It is not my intention to cast any reflection on Mr. Sneed, nor do I desire to discourage the young lady who was fortunate or unfortunate enough to render unto Sneed the things that are Sneed's or unto Cragwell herself. Yours truly, Clara. Woo! Messy what a mess! As messy does. I feel like I would have this conversation on the phone. Like to do it in a letter and publish in a newspaper is just. Imagine if you were Sneed, because they're using their real names. It's just Clara and Louise are the anonymous ones. Exactly. So I would be hot if I opened up the paper and some damn Clara and Louise was talking about me. And these names are just very uncommon. It's not like Jones and Johnson and they're giving locations. They're giving the club they went to. They went to a park. They was on 11th and K or whatever they said. Like they're giving M intersections. Street. M Street, honey. They're between except, L and M. Yeah, ex- everything but the exact address. But if they sound like 14th Street between L and M, that is a bother. You're like, you live exactly. right there. Exactly. I've seen your ass around. Mm-hmm. It's very messy. I live. This love story is actually memorialized on the Francis Family Reunion website. This is what it reads. Lulu Francis eloped with a barber, John F. Craigwell. Oddly enough, the Washington Post ran a two-part story on Lulu's elopement, where she was referenced as the flower of colored Washington society. Lulu was supposed to marry a Virginian waiter named George Sneed, but eloped with her former beau, less than a week before her wedding day. Lulu Francis and John Craigwell had two children in D.C., Beatrice and Pauline. In the early 1900s, the couple moved their family to Seattle, Washington, where many of their descendants still live to this day. The end. Thank you for listening to The Secret Adventures of Black People. I'm Nicole Hill, host and producer of this show. If you want to get in touch, donate, listen to old episodes, all of the above, maybe more, visit thesecretadventuresofblackpeople.com. That site will tell you all you need to know. That's thesecretadventuresofblackpeople.com. Thank you, Alana Nevins and Lizzie Peabody for story editing help and Precious and Ian for bringing this story to life. These Black Adventurers have a show called Messy Besties on IG Live on Mondays at 7 p.m. Their social handles are in the show notes, so you can go there and follow them on social because actually their content is fantastic. And then tune in to their show on Mondays. Thanks to y'all who are supporting the show on Patreon. It makes such a difference in my being able to keep this going. So shout out to you, Emily, Anita, Tia, that's my sister, <laughs> Mike, Anya Mbuele, Andrea, Caitlin, Ian, Mary Helen, Libby, Allison, Talia, and Cassandra. And thank you for listening and rating and reviewing and caring. 
I cannot wait to bring you more stories about Black folks holding it down across space and time.